0: You are listening to The Investor Way with Sam Ball and Jonathan McEwen. If you enjoy
1: the show, please subscribe and follow us on Twitter at TIW
0: Hello, welcome to The Investor Way with me, Sam Ball. It's the 31st of December 2022 and I'm joined for the final time this year by my co-host John McEwen. In this week's episode, we will be updating our £1 million fantasy portfolio for the third year now. For anyone who hasn't listened to the earlier ones or wants to recap them, I have reposted them. So the previous two episodes should be when we originally constructed it and when we reviewed it last year now. So if you do want to go back and listen to that, you can. Otherwise, I'm just going to go through it on the assumption you sort of know what we're talking about. So John, if you're ready, I don't know. If, if we want to just dive in in that case,
1: yeah, I think so, Sam. Do you want to take it from the top? So, yeah, we'll go through as we did last year, we'll go through the allocation that we've got in terms of different assets and then the stock specifically. Yeah. Do you want to so, kick us off with Bitcoin?
0: Yeah. So, Bitcoin. So, we did, we wanted an allocation to commodities. And I think what we did was we did seventeen and we wanted twenty percent allocation to commodities we did seventeen and a half percent in a commodities index and the other two and a half percent in Bitcoin Bitcoin was flying high last year however it's not had the best of years so it's now down twenty nine point four one percent and that's from it was up seventy eight percent this time a year ago but it's now down overall 29.41 so it's had a quite a bad year so that weighting is now at 1.69 percent, and that's from a 2.5 percent original weighting the commodities index however has done quite a bit better so the bloomberg commodities index which i'll get up actually so i think it'd be quite useful to go through what's in it yeah it's, it's the invesco bloomberg commodities index that we put 17.5% in that, so that was 175000 That's now worth 290652 So that total performance is 66.1%, and that now has a weighting of 27.75% because that's done so well, and also, as we will get to very shortly, everything else has done crap. So let's see what's in this. Top 10 experts. So yeah, so this is stuff like crude, Oil and gas futures, aluminium, nickel, zinc. So it's just stuff like that, really. I think it's got like furs and stuff as well. It's, uh, oh, here we go. Twenty four commodities are eligible for inclusion, covering six commodity groups: energy, grains, industrial metals, precious metals, softs, and livestock. They're weighted by two thirds liquidity and one third by global production. So yeah, I th- I think I'll sort of almost skim over the commodities index because I do want to talk about it a bit more below, but. When we do come to it later on, I would propose rebalancing it now because we are including the Bitcoin 29.44% commodities from an up from an original 20%. So that's the first twenty percent of the portfolio. Do you have any comments on any of those? John?
1: No, I would, I would tend to agree with you. We did, dis- well, we've discussed it on several occasions. The allocation and the reason for the allocation to commodities, but we've cited Andrew Craig's "How to Own the World" a few times, and he suggests an allocation of just ten percent of the to- the one's total portfolio. So we're well over that, but we'll we'll come back. Bu- we'll come on to that.
0: Yeah, and it, it has worked out quite well for us. We should have going so far over because we did it just before. We all we weren't having much inflation at the time we did it. Although, well, in fairness, I, th- I think it's fair to say when we did do it, we were both concerned about inflation. But I probably wouldn't expect it to have done as well as it has. So no. next, so we had 20% commodities. We then did 40% just in index funds, and that was just split. Yeah, that was split 8% into five, equally into five different index funds. The first one was Vanguard FTSE developed Asia Pacific fund. So that covers countries like Australia and New Zealand and like Singapore and stuff like that. So Asia Pacific, but I think it excludes China specifically on the basis that's in emerging markets. So we put 80 grand into that. That's now worth 76 grand. So it is down slightly. However, we have been getting. About three and a half, four grand of dividends a year. So, excluding dividends, we are up a little bit, but that's basically treading water. I've got no issues with that. Very happy with the yield. It's currently at 4.86%. The current allocation is 7.26%. Now, I wouldn't really propose doing anything with that if you're in agreement, John.
1: Yeah, no, I would leave the indexes as they well. are.
0: Ah, oh, perfect. In that case, I'll just run through the other four. So the next one is a developed Europe, excluding UK, on the basis that 20% of the portfolio is invested in UK-listed stocks anyway. So this is the rest of Europe, and we put 80 grand into that. That's now sitting at 87 grand. However, that mainly is its not performed that dissimilar to the Asia-Pacific. It's just that this is an accumulating fund, and the other one was paying out as a dividend. And that now stands at an 8.35% weighting. We then had an iShares core S&P 500 index fund. So that's just tracking the S&P 500. We had 8% in that. But in addition, we do have probably about 20% of the portfolio in US listed stocks. However, I haven't gone back and listened to the original episodes, although I did re-release them. My guess would be that we just thought the US market was so big. It was probably too good not to include. I suspect it was you that pushed for that to be in there, John. So I will give you the credit because it seems like the sort of thing I would have left out. But (laughs) we put 80 grand in there. That's now worth 94. So that's up 18.6%. And that's now worth 9% of the portfolio. We then had 80 grand in a Japan fund. That is down slightly to 77-78 grand and that's now 7.5%. We also had an emerging markets fund which is down slightly from 80 grand to 74 grand and that's now 7% of the portfolio. So that's now 60% of the portfolio covered based on what we originally put in. So we've done the 20% commodities and we did 40% split between five different index funds, the idea of which was to cover the entire globe. So we now move on to the individual stocks. I think we initially, we tried to split the remaining 40% between 20% UK, 20% US. And then we diverged, we diverged from that a little bit last year, just because we felt like a lot of the best opportunities were in the UK. So it's probably about 50-50. In fact, it'll be a lot less now because the US stocks have performed a lot more poorly. But what we did was we put a 2% allocation in everything to so 20 grand. Except for Disney, which we'll get to you later, that was a double allocation. And except for XL Africa last year, where we put twenty-eight in because we had a little bit of money left over from the dividends. So I'll just run through these line by line and I will cover any that I propose getting rid of. So Associated British Foods, we've covered it multiple times on the show, a favorite of the show. It's best known as the owner of Primark, but it does have a lot of other stuff going on. It's got a lot it's got a big sugar business, it's got Quite a few food brands like Kingsmill Bread and Patak's, the curry powder and paste and jars. So we put 20 grand into that. That's actually down. That's about 16 grand now. However, we did get about 400 pounds of dividends from it. So that now sits at a 1.5% weighting. That was actually a new addition last year. I'm pretty happy with that. It's not down 18%, it's not ideal. I probably wouldn't bother adding to it. But I'm quite happy holding that one, if you're in agreement, John.
1: I'd agree with you there. I still like it.
0: Yep. Yeah. so in that case, Airtel Africa next. We That was a new edition last year. Unfortunately, we did find it in about May time, um, <laughs> and it was a lot cheaper. But we only update this once a year to reflect our long-term strategy. Okay. However, it did mean that it'd risen quite a bit since then. So we actually got in it at £1.27 a share, which for most of the year, it was comfortably beating however it has dropped recently and it's now one pound 13 so our 28 700 is now worth 25 and a half grand however it does have a dividend yield of three and a half percent and it has paid us about a grand of dividends but in total we're down about eight and a half percent and that's now a two and a half percent weighting i'm actually a bit disappointed by this one because it has been one of our best picks on the show but we've just been unfortunate with the timing however i do like it It's one that I would consider adding to. However, I haven't proposed adding to it just because I think it's a decent weighting. It's still at a decent price. But as anyone will know who's listened to us cover it before during the year, we we do like it a lot. But a 2.5% weighting, I'm fairly happy with it as it is. I don't know what your thoughts are, John.
1: I like it. And I would actually propose adding um, a little bit more to it. I think there's a lot of – well, it's got a lot of really strong fundamentals – it's not expensive, and conviction is high with it. So I would I'd put that on the table. Right, I'll add that to the list to discuss
0: later on. I should add as well that the prior to the show's part of the prep, me and John have gone through and come up with what we would propose adding and taking away from. We haven't discussed this in advance, so no decisions have been made, and we don't actually... We don't actually know what each other are going to push for that much. <laughs> so, this is going to be authentic. So, if we do get into a disagreement and there's no further episodes, you know why. So, next one, unfortunately, is another new edition from last year, and it's Boohoo. Boo hoo. We added to it last year at about £1.20 because we thought it was pretty cheap. <laughs> <The> good news. <laughs> the good news is it's now even cheaper. It's about 36 a share. So that's down just under 70%. So our looks like we put in 20,000 and we now have 6,000. <laughs> I'm disappointed with the performance. I, I would back it to do well at this level for the reasons we've been over in recent episodes. But there's a lot of risks with this. I think we've already put a decent amount of money in. I wouldn't want to get rid of this, but i I wouldn't want to add to this one. I think we've I'm quite happy with our initial twenty thousand and just see how that rides
1: yeah I would I do still believe in it, but I would tend to agree with you. I think we'll just leave that and that invest well what is now quite a small investment but left in it and see how it goes.
0: yeah, so that's one of the good things we've not adding to losers is. <laughs> This is now only 0.58% of the portfolio. Yeah. So most of the damage has already been done. So if this does carry on going down, it's not really going to affect us. Although hopefully it will come back because we do like it. Next one is Games Workshop. So again, at the time we bought that, that was quite expensive. It's had a bit of a roller coaster this year and it's done very well in recent months. They've just announced a deal with Amazon to produce content, which was something we were very keen on. We thought there was a lot they could do with the IP. We put 20,000 in, We've had a couple of percent dividends. However, in total, we are down about 10% because it went down a lot and now it's mostly recovered. I'm very happy with this one. I wouldn't be against adding to it, but I just think it's so similar to the original price and it's still a fairly decent allocation at 1.7%. Unless it dropped, I, I don't really see the need to if we come back in a year and it's down i, I possibly would or all, all things being equal with the business because i do really really like it but i'm pretty happy with the current allocation what about you
1: john i like it i like well in fact i like it a lot and particularly since we're seeing what we'd thought what well, we're seeing some of that potential with the ip being realized or hopefully being realized in the amazon deal it would be a maybe for me in terms of topping up on it. We'll see. We'll see what else we've got when we come to the end of the show because we're not flushed with funds to reinvest. So we, no, we are we'll not. See. And we'll see about the potential sales as well. So a yeah. maybe. Right, I'll put that in the maybe. I'll put that in the discuss pile. So next
0: one, Unilever, a company we all know and love on the show. We put twenty thousand in that originally. It's pretty flat it's down slightly but we've had you know three and a half percent dividends from it i'm pretty happy with it overall i think it could have been worse considering in the two years that we've owned it now i don't think management have covered themselves in glory we could have very easily ended up with some Halion in there as well <laughs> yeah. um, but we, we didn't but yeah I, I'm, I'm quite happy holding it i certainly wouldn't get rid of it because i think there's some very high quality brands and i wouldn't want to bet against them but I wouldn't propose adding to it at the minute. What about you, John?
1: Yeah, very happy
0: holding it. Just leave it alone. Yeah, next one, Taylor Wimpy. Housing stocks have not done very well at all. It looks like we got it at a fairly reasonable price because we put 20 grand in and it's only down a third. I do quite like Taylor Wimpy. I haven't proposed doing anything to it I'm quite happy just banking that dividend so we've had a grand of dividends from it it's sat at eight and a half percent yield now I'd quite be quite happy to leave it be especially given that we've also got right move as well and I know right moves a slightly different play on the housing market but I, I think we've got enough exposure
1: yeah I would tend to agree with you They do look that, well, there does look like there's quite a lot of value in both Taylor Wimpy and still in right move, although it's, you know, more expensive stock. And if we were to be contrarian, that might be one that we'd top up on. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll come back. I can add it to the list. We can discuss it. Okay. There could be better. I've got a few thoughts, so we've got potentially some better options. But we'll. Well, well if we both that. think think that, there's
0: probably no point discussing it, because I'd also yeah. say there's probably better okay, options. Fine, fine, fine. But I know I I do agree. I, I think if we were sat here and it was down seventy percent, like boohoo, rather than the third, I'd probably be much more looking at topping it up. But it's it's not really. Do you know what I mean? We put a decent amount in anyway, yeah. and most of it's still there. So I'd probably just leave it. So we spoiled this one slightly. Uh, but right move next. We put 20 grand into that. That's now worth 16. We're getting a 1.5% dividend as well. Overall, that's down about 20%. And that's now a 1.5% waiting. By the sounds of it, we're both in agreement to just leave that one alone. Next, we've got Money Supermarket. I was surprised I'd managed to get this one in there, actually. Because I feel like it's something you would have possibly tried to talk me out of. Because two years ago, I don't think you liked it as much as you have no it has been, it.
1: I've understood it better yeah um, but unfortunately not enough to buy it but um...
0: unfortunately as you've understood it better the price has dropped um... so <laughs> So if you talked me out of it, we probably wouldn't have had it in there. But that will definitely have been my suggestion. But we put 20 grand in. It's now worth 15. We're getting a grand of dividends a year. That's a decent yield. Down 20% overall, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I like the business. I think the last few times we covered it, we, we thought it was pretty cheap. Yeah, I would leave that so, alone too. Yep, agreed. Next one, HomeServe. So we put that in a couple of years. I actually forgot this was in there. I was up today. But they... We put 20 grand in. It's now worth 22 and a half. We've got some dividends. We've got about half percent, but they are now under offer. So there will be a deal. I don't know when it goes through, but at some point in the near future, that will be acquired for £12 a share. It's now trading at £11.97 a share. And if we leave it, we're just going to get the cash anyway and not be able to reinvest it for a year. So I would propose saving, selling that now because it's so close to what we're going to get in any case that we may as well invest the cash.
1: Yeah, I, uh, that's fine. I, I'd go with that.
0: Next up, we've got Hargreaves Lansdowne. This will definitely be been one of mine because I know John doesn't like it. <laughs> so we put 20 grand in. It's now worth 11. We're getting a 4.5% yield. It's down 40%. I, for reasons we've explained recently, I do like it. They've started launching their own funds now. They've got, you know, the interest rates are going up and they're, they're going to be making a lot of money on the cash. They've moved into the cash iso market. I think there's a lot that could go right for this business. That being said... I accept it's a competitive market I appreciate John's concerns about it being commoditized however for 11 grand down 40% I would propose just leaving it alone
1: yeah I would tend to tend to agree with you on just leaving it but uh, yeah it wasn't wasn't my favorite
0: nope you've you i'm sure you i didn't go back and listen to the first one but i'm sure you would have made that very clear at the time however we do have next one of your favorites the agio yeah um, so we put 20 grand into this one it's now worth 25 we're getting a two percent dividend a year i would like to add to this if it wasn't so expensive but it's it's, it's what is it like a p of 30 at the minute or 25 <laughs> yeah it's a yeah so it's 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 a Company I'd actually quite like to see come down for next year. Really, <laughs> uh, I really like this business. They've got some fantastic brands. I mean, we looked at brand Forman the other week, and I just yeah. the brands just aren't as good. Very happy with how it's performing, but it's I I wouldn't add to it at the current valuation.
1: I know it it is difficult. I'm not proposing adding to it. I'm very obviously, very happy holding it. Yeah, it wasn't cheap last year either. I would make no. that point. And some of these really high quality businesses are virtually never cheap, and you do have to. You know, so it was I quite
0: a bit them. cheaper when we bought it because we are up twenty eight percent. Yeah,
1: it. yeah, no, no, we are. It, 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 but it wasn't. I think you would have made a similar point. While it might not have been as expensive, that it was, you know, not mm. a cheap stock to buy. Oh, it wasn't.
0: Yeah, at no point. I, I mean, I don't think we've seen it under a P of twenty. No, in the time we've no. been covering the show. Next one, Alibaba. So we bought this last year. We put twenty grand in. It's worth nearly sixteen now. Down twenty one percent. I I know it's not great because we only bought it a year ago. I'd propose getting rid of it. I like the business. We've covered it a few times on the show, and I, I think there is some value there. But I, I would just say opportunity cost with that one. I, th- I think there's a lot of stuff that I would like to add. And I, I just think it's not a business we follow particularly closely. And when it originally went in and we were first covering it, a lot of the tech stocks, for example, were a lot more expensive. And they've come down now that the difference between sort of the Alibaba and say, for example, like something I've proposed later on PayPal, there's not that much of a difference in the earnings now, the PE. I know they're different businesses, but when we first covered it, the US tech stocks were just so much higher. I think there was probably still some of that a year ago. So I I just think I'd be happy holding it, but I I think it's only down 20%. I know it needs to go up 25% just to get back to where we were, but I think there's stocks where we could do that better than Alibaba. What do you think?
1: Mm, i would be more inclined to stick with it i I don't think i don't think it has been given the benefit of the doubt and i don't think the fundamentals of it either have changed i know you're you're making the argument with opportunity cost we'll we'll come back i think we'll come back to it when we've got your some of your proposals
0: and do you want to you mentioned this off air but we did Give Opportunity Cost as a Reason for Selling selling AstraZeneca last year, which you reminded
1: me of. We did. We sold AstraZeneca at about £84 a share. It's now about 113 I think. So it's about nearly a third. Um, It's gone up nearly a third since we sold it. But that was sold for the reason of Opportunity Cost. But anyway, sometimes we are better just sticking with our original convictions. Although... Astra when it went in in 2020 wasn't this wasn't the strongest, but anyway
0: I do like Alibaba. I think when we've covered it on the show we we have thought it looks cheap. So like that that was a sort of for me it was because we didn't have much cash as well. So it's like well if we want to buy something the cash has to come from somewhere. But if you want yeah. to keep it I am quite happy to. It's not my favourite stock in there, but I'm conscious there's quite a few in that you don't like. So yeah, no, if you want to keep it, I'm quite happy to just say that's it. We'll just keep Alibaba in there. Yeah. Okay. I don't want you. I don't want another AstraZeneca on my hands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I probably leave it.
0: Okay. Right. Next one. Fiverr. We've covered this a few times on the show. I think it's in an industry that's got a lot of potential. it come down quite a lot last year. It was down that like, sort of 60 70% when we bought it. It has continued to go down and it has gone down a lot. So we bought it about 100 think 30 dollars a share or something like that. It's now at about 30. It's down 74%. I really like this business. If we had more cash, I'd potentially argue for adding to it, but it's, I'm also conscious it's a very high risk stock. And although it's come down a lot, we did still buy an expensive valuation. It was just cheaper than it had been on balance. I'd say, I know we've only got five grand in a million pound portfolio. This is now tiny, but well, I sort of feel like it needs to earn its place and it hasn't done that so far. So I don't really, I don't like it well enough that I would throw bad money after good. So I would propose just leaving it alone.
1: Yeah, I I just leave, leave
0: it. Okay, next we've got Facebook or Meta, as it now trades under. So we put 20,000 into this two years ago. It was up quite a bit last year. I, I know it's, had a, it's not at the best of years, unfortunately. Yeah, last year it was up 25%, 26%. And now overall we're down 50%. So that's at a horrible year. I think it's down about 75% or something, or 70% or something like that. I do like it and it is cheap. But I do have concerns about the direction of the company and the fact that Zuckerberg has complete control. I'm not entirely sure on the metaverse, and I think they should just focus on the ads, really, because there is a for me, it's, this business could be trading at the same multiple as Google. I think it's that good. I think it's that important. I don't think the Facebook app's going away. They've still got Instagram and all these other platforms. But I, I think a 10 grand position, I'm pretty happy with that. I, I probably wouldn't propose adding to it. What about you?
1: No, again, okay, no, I would leave it and, yeah. Not make any changes there.
0: Yeah. Next we've got Etsy. So this is well, this this is one of my favourites actually. I do like this one. It was doing. What was it doing last year? So last year it was up slightly. It was well, it was up eighteen percent. It's not at the best of years and it's now down thirty percent overall. I really like the business. I wouldn't be against adding to it, but I'm I'm conscious that you don't like these types of stocks, and we've already you know it's, it's still fourteen grand we've got in there, so it's I think we've still got enough that if it does well, we'll do well. I don't think it's had a particularly terrible year. The valuation's come down a bit, but I, I think the valuation's pretty reasonable. I like the valuation last year. It's one of my biggest holdings. At the minute, my top three holdings personally sort of fluctuates depending on the share price between Etsy, Ethel Africa, and Games Workshop. <laughs> but I, I do really, really like this one, but I, I just sort of think I think 14 grand's enough that that we can just leave it. But I, I would caveat the performance with this. This is going to be a very volatile stock anyway, so this this could either be up twenty or thirty percent next year overall, you know, and then down again. It is just one of those stocks, so I'd propose leaving that alone.
1: Yeah, no, I would leave that too.
0: Pinterest put twenty grand into that; that's now worth seven and a half. It's down sixty percent. I think this is just more of a valuation than much else. Monthly active users are declining, however. Well, they might have stopped the decline now, but they had this massive surge in COVID, but they really, it's the monetization of the users that's still in its infancy. I think if that comes good, which I think it will, I, I think we'll, I, I think we'll still could do very well out of this, but it kind of goes back to what I was saying with Fiverr. This is down 60%. It's a seven and a half grand position. I think it's that small. There's no point selling it, but I, I, I wouldn't add to it because I think it's got to earn its place in the portfolio and it, it just hasn't done that yet. And it's not a business I like enough that I would buy it. When it's down sixty percent, I'd probably just wait and see what happens with it. What about you, John? Again, I would leave well alone. Yeah. Kraft Heinz, this is uh one you like, John. Put 20 grand in. It's now worth twenty-six and we're getting a four percent dividend a year. So this is now two and a half percent waiting. I think I are I might have argued to get rid of this last year. <laughs> it seems like something I would have done. What was it at last year? So is it twenty-six now? Last year it was at twenty one, so it's had a it has had a cracking year. I don't know what the valuation of Kraft Heinz is like. I, I sort of remember when we last covered it in the show. I thought it was all right. I thought it was in line with sort of all the other ones. There didn't seem to be much of an American premium. It's got some fantastic brands. I know there's some there's definitely some psychological bias in here because my opinion has changed as as it's gone up in the fancy portfolio. <laughs> but I feel like this has earned its place now. I, I wouldn't really propose getting rid of it. I'm quite happy having it in there now. What are your thoughts? yeah
1: and it's solid earnings it's like Unilever and it it does Uh, well (laughs) it 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 does generate a lot of cash I like it I think the brands are fantastic and it's my in my own portfolio it's my single largest holding now that I've sold Shell so I, I have a strong conviction with it and I'd yeah I'd happily keep it and it's got a decent dividend too Mm.
0: This has grown on me as we've covered it over the year. Over the years, it has it has grown on me. Actually, I think that it's a bit like Unilever, really, where it's like there is clearly a very good business in there. Yeah. So next up, we have Berkshire Hathaway. We put twenty grand into that. It must. It was the B shares. I must add. Couldn't afford an A. And then that's now worth thirty and a half grand. So that's up fifty two percent. Thank you, Mister Buffett. And that's now at two point nine one percent. I really like it. It's probably still pretty cheap. I've not looked at it in a while. I wouldn't be against selling it to raise cash, though, if we wanted to rebalance. <laughs> <laughs> but we had this discussion last year, and you argued it was too good to keep, and I think that was a good decision. So I think last, yeah, last year it was at twenty six and a half grand. I proposed getting rid of it, and you argued it was too good to keep to get rid of, and it's now it's gone up another sort of ten percent or so and comfortably beat the market. So I'm pretty easy on this one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would. I would keep it. I think you look at the quality and the world. Well, arguably the world's best investor at the helm. So I would leave that alone as well. Don't um, think we could do better ourselves with it. Well, uh, you, you wonder whether it's cheap based on this performance. Yes, yeah, certainly not. We're, well, we'll come. We'll come on to it. Are you, yeah, yeah. I think no. we've just got one more to go. Walt Disney. Yeah. Well, well, probably the favourite of the show. Um, I think that's it, fair hasn't had the best year. I mean, it's more the valuation than anything else, as we've seen with a lot of US stocks, which have come under pressure. It's down 44%. It had double allocation. I still really like it. I still have it in my own portfolio. In fact, I've topped up on it over the last year, and I have no issues with holding it or even adding to it. I have also
0: proposed adding to it, potentially, which we will get to shortly. But yeah, definitely don't want to sell it. I'd see what it was at last year. Last year, so we put 40 grand in. It wasn't actually, it was pretty, it was down 12% last year, so it was worth 35 grand. So it's only in the last year it's really taken a hammering, but I still really like it. In terms of the dividends, we've had 10.5 grand of dividends that have actually been paid to us or would have been paid to us if this was real. We have actually had more than that, but some of the index funds are accumulating funds, so they're not included because they're just reflected in the share price. So of our original £1 million, at the end of last year, we did have £1.12 million. We are now down to £1.047 million. So we have had a decline of... 6.48% in the last 12 months. However, drum roll, our benchmark was the MSCI world index accumulating. That is down 7.02%. So I don't want to celebrate a loss, but we are we did beat the market in the last 12 months by 0.54 of a percent, which I think given the climate and the number of individual stocks that have performed poorly in there I think we'd have to be very happy with. Overall, so this is the past 2 years now since we originally picked the stocks, we're up 4.73% and that compares to 9.74% for our for the all-world index accumulating. So overall versus their benchmark we're down 5%, but we did pull it back a bit last year and we are still in positive performance territory. I do have to. I don't want to start like giving ourselves victory laps when we're down, when we when we've had a down year, and we're down to the market over the two years. But I think to keep the performance positive and to have just picked the market in the last twelve months, I am pretty pleased with. I did think it was going to be a lot worse because, like I say, we didn't we don't update these during the year. We just go in after a year and just see how we've done. And I, I thought it would be a bit of a a bloodbath, really. I, I, what has saved us, as I said at the start, is that commodities allocation. We put 17.5% in, and that's now 27.75%. So that has made up for a lot of very poor stock picks. <laughs> John, do you have any comments or thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it saves a lot for allocation and the weighting of your portfolio. And yeah, we, you could argue that we were over-allocated towards commodities, but that uh, they've had a very good year, and that has saved us. I suppose the next yeah. question is do we make any changes and if we do can they help us beat the market next year so i
0: think home serve we need to get rid of just cuz otherwise we're just going to look with the cash and it's just going to sit there for a year or however long so i think home serve that's probably in no brainer territory for selling cuz if yeah. the most we can make by keeping it is 3p a share so home serve's gone there's quite a lot of businesses so in the, in my so the only other thing is really assuming we are happy we don't want to sell any of the stocks we discussed I think the conversation about where any funds come from for U-stocks, it would have to be rebalancing. Yes. So I think almost 30% commodities is quite high, and I, I think we probably should rebalance that slightly. I propose rebalancing by 4%, so getting rid of 40 grand of commodities. However, that was whilst I was also proposing selling Al- Alibaba, so I don't know if that would need adjusting or what you've proposed. I guess it depends what we agree we want to buy as well. So on my list of companies I would consider or we want to discuss adding to the portfolio or increasing the allocation, it would be Supreme, PayPal, UK Domino's, Gamma Communications, Airtail Africa, that's one of yours, Games Workshop, that's one of yours, and Disney. Do you have any others to add to that list for discussion?
1: I don't really. I think if I'd gone near to, it would probably have been Taylor Wimpy and Wright move. But on balance, I would say probably just leaving the allocation that we have to those. What I would wonder is how much do we cut the Bloomberg commodities index by in terms of weighting, whether we cut it, because in my own portfolio, it's more like 10%. And it is there as a hedge against inflation. I appreciate we've had a very good year. But do we cut it to 10 or 15%, which would free up more cash? I I think so. What we were doing, Andrew Crack,
0: I know it was high, but I don't think we should take it below the 20% original allocation, including the Bitcoin.
1: Okay. I suppose if you were to be critical of it, you'd say, well, it may be a hedge against inflation, but it's an unproductive asset class. Yeah. I'd,
0: well, I, I would say we've got 10% inflation right now. <laughs> and as a hedge, it's worked very, very well. So I, I think 20% has proved to be a good strategy. And if we reallocate and it turns out that it then declines, it might get to 10% on its own. <laughs> I know it's not as fun as if we just cut it all back and just time it perfectly. But I think we we need to consider that, like, obviously the, the issues that we were concerned about when we originally did that high allocation, a lot of those issues and sort of economic issues, they are still there. I think I I am still concerned about inflation, I think the commodities, I think they serve a purpose. I think just because they've served it well, I don't think it doesn't mean they won't. Because I don't want to be in a position in a year's time where actually the commodities have done another 20 or 30%. The stocks (laughs) are down even more. And we're thinking, well, what did we actually cut? I only want to cut it if it gets to an uncomfortably large level. I know I'm ranting a
1: bit. Okay. Uh, We can leave it. We can, or we can, uh, you know, not cut it as aggressively. Okay. So in that case, how much would we want to
0: cut it by? So it's we work. We've got two hundred ninety grand plus the Bitcoin. I'd so probably you- just cut cut it to two hundred. Yeah. So ninety thousand six hundred and fifty two. Right. So that gives us, along with HomeServe, one hundred thirteen grand plus ten and a half grand of dividends to play with. So we have got one hundred twenty three grand to play with. Should we go through sort of line by line the stocks we've suggested adding and just see whether that adds up at the end or whether we then need to think about actually how much we're putting into each one?
1: Yeah. So you mentioned Supreme, Sam.
0: Yeah. So we covered it twice on the show now. I've bought it personally. I appreciate that you have raised ethical issues. However, I would like to say this is a fancy portfolio. So we are just looking at what stock we think is best. And I think in terms of the actual business, it's very cheap. It's in a growth market. I I think that vaping is. I do like the look of that, and then as well, they've got the minerals as well, plus the steady, you know, like the lighting and um and the batteries as well, and and all the other bits and bobs they do. I think the valuation is very cheap. I like the management, and I think in the grand scheme of things, I think throwing. I I would only propose. I wouldn't. I'd propose a normal allocation, so just twenty grand. But I I would stress. I think. We do need to put ethical issues aside because this is a fantasy portfolio.
1: Okay, so you would allocate 20 to Supreme. Yeah. PayPal.
0: PayPal, we covered that. We've only covered that once. I would caveat by saying in real life, we would want to do more digging before we actually put our own money into this. But it looked very cheap. I think it's a very good brand. It's not quite Visa or Mastercard, but it's it's trading at a PE of like 16. It's down about 75% or something ridiculous from the COVID high it's down that much, so we don't really need to worry about exchange rate <laughs> and how poorly that's done in the last year. But I, I think again twenty grand, I think it's a very good business. I think it's a very good valuation and I, I would I, I really liked it at that price. And um, so again, I, I would propose a normal allocation. So yes,
1: yeah, I'd be very supportive of PayPal. I think the value I mean with a lot of those businesses, we know they're high quality, but it's always been a, a question mm-hmm. of valuation and then exchange rates. But at that valuation, I think for such a good company, it would be yeah a definite one for me. Okay, next one
0: I propose is Domino's. So this is the UK Domino's. We've we've covered that multiple. We've covered it multiple times on the show. I do like it. I think certainly if you compare it to Greg's, I think their target, their medium term targets are pretty realistic. I think the valuation is good. So it's at a P of about fourteen and a half. Dividend yield is about three point three percent. I think the avenues are exploring for growth. I I, I like the growth targets. I thought, I thought they were realistic. Like it's something I go from like 1200 to 1400 stores in the UK. They are predominantly UK. 40, I think it's a 40, 41% market share for the UK pizza market. That might just be pizza takeaway, but. Or, it, but it's just absolutely dominant in takeaway pizza. Really, I, th- I think it's a fantastic business. I think the US one's a fantastic business, but the valuation's just silly. But in the last year, this business is down thirty six percent, and and I think that rat- valuation's looking pretty reasonable now. So I think it's one we've covered in light before. So I would propose a twenty grand allocation, so about one percent.
1: Yeah, I don't dislike it, and the valuation is reasonable. But I do wonder about some of the other stocks that we've got in the portfolio and particularly sort of Airtel Africa. That's one that sort of stands out for me that we both have a very high conviction with. And it's certainly yeah. not expensive. I don't think the fundamentals have really changed. So I would wonder about that as opposed, you know, rather than dominoes. OK, should we leave I'm that out. and see
0: if we've got money left at the end or do you okay. just not really want it? I'm not desperate for it. Right, I'll take that off the list then on that basis. So my next one's Gamma Communications. It's in my own portfolio. I like the acquisition strategy. I like the valuation. I like the market. It's quite difficult to get your head around, but I, I think this is a very nice little company. We talked about it on my interview recently with James at Quality Compounding. But the the price is pretty low now. And considering the numbers it's been putting up, I appreciate this is a difficult business to understand. But, and I won't go, I think if you go to the first time we covered it, we did try to sort of explain bit by bit the different parts of the business. But this is is a complicated business. But it's trading at a P of 16, 17. It's now got like over a 1% dividend yield. And if you look at the financials for the last five years, the growth is very impressive. And it's all financed by like, they're just investing those retained earnings. So yeah, in the last five years, they've taken revenue from 242 to 447 million, and the operating profit from 26 to 68 million. So I think for those kind of figures at a P of 17, I think it's really, really good. So I'd propose a 20 grand allocation for that.
1: Okay, I I would be willing to go with you on that, Sam. It's not definitely not my area of expertise, but. I appreciate you're very keen on it. And it's not something that I think is outrageously valued. Okay. So if that is down in a year, obviously you will and throw me under a
0: bus. (laughs) Okay. So we've next got AirTel Africa, which I'd propose leaving as it was, but said I could be persuaded. So we've already got 28 grand in. That's now worth 25. What would you propose adding to it? I'd probably top it up by 10. Do you want to just take it to 40? So it's a double allocation. Or do you want to can, just do yeah,
1: six? no, we could do we could do we could do forty. So that would be
0: fifteen thousand. So that would be only the second ever double allocation after Disney. And we saw and how well
1: that went so far. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I said I could be persuaded. I haven't actually asked you to persuade me because I could be very easily persuaded because I do like it a lot. So Airtel Africa, that can go in. I'll just get the share price. So we're getting it at £112.50. I did not think we would get the chance to buy this cheaper in a year's time when we did this last year. But this is, a, this is a favorite of the show. It's not like Disney, which is the favorite of the show, but I'm very happy with that one. So games workshop is next. That was actually your suggestion, despite it being at the minute, my biggest holding. Do you want to talk about why that is and what you would propose adding to it? So just for reference, at the minute, we've got 17 grand in there.
1: I think, I mean, we like it for a number of reasons, but I think the reason to add more to it is that we're seeing those, I suppose, that future, those potentials that we saw in the business coming to fruition a bit more with the latest deal with Amazon and the TV series that's, is it, sorry, is it a film, Sam? I don't really know. I think they're just bringing the thoughts. It's I don't. we not. I think it'll be a series. A series, yeah, the series or potential series that's going to be released, and then all the, the, I suppose, the growth in the IP and the potential that it had essentially uh, being released there. I would say that it again it, we have stronger conviction with it. Fundamentals are very good, and with that, given that it is a similar price to. What we paid for it, I would go and probably allocate maybe another ten thousand to it. Ten thousand. So we're at seventeen. Can we round it up a little bit. Just take it to
0: four. Just take it to thirty.
1: Yeah, that'd be fine.
0: Just because we need to use this cash anyway. So in that case, I'll we'll do twelve thousand four hundred. So interesting one on Games Workshop. This is one that my biggest holding. I was going to leave out. You're pushing for it. We've covered it a few times on the show. I mean, I'm not going to go over it again and again because this is what any, anyone who does want to do these business in more detail can either research it or just go back and listen to the last episode we covered it. But this is a wonderful business. I do really like it. I think they've got – and that IP, I think, has so much potential. And even without the IP, I really, really like the business. I think just the models, I think they can – you could do – I think you could – I'd back the model. I think you could beat the market with it without the IP at all. I think it's that good a business. You've put this in the portfolio a year ago with us and now you want to top it up and you've just explained the reasons why and why you like it. Why
1: don't you own it? It's a very good question, Sam. I've I, i I've been close a couple of times. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 that, that may change soon. Right, well, I'll leave that with you. I just
0: thought I'd raise the point that you do seem to like it a lot. So that only leaves Disney so we can either change allocations or is there anything else that you would want to suggest adding to?
1: I would probably just uh, top up Disney a bit further. Yeah. I, the only I, issue I...
0: is Disney, we've still got 30 grand. Oh no, sorry. We've still got 22 grand. We've got 48 left to spend. Hmm. And I don't want to take this up to 70 grand. Cause that's, that's yeah. then 7%. Um... And I, I do like Disney, but I think for me sort of four or 5% would be my absolute upper limit. Yeah. So we do need something else.
1: Yeah, looking at what we hold.
0: So we could either do a new position or
1: top something else up. Or a combination. If we were topping something else up, I probably would allocate a bit to Taylor Wimpy and Wright move. But... I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's definitely contrarian and it may take some time to, to pan out. But I held them... Well, I don't hold Taylor Wimpy, actually. I used to hold Taylor Wimpy. I've got Redrow, and I do have right move. Um, very happy holding them for the long term. Yeah, I'd possibly divide it between those two. But that yeah. would be a fair bit, because they've got...
0: Well, let's see what they're worth now. So we've got 12 grand in Taylor Wimpy, 15 in right move. I'll just see how the numbers work out. Um, so we could do 10 in right move. Taylor Wimpy, I don't know if... I think that's risky, so I probably wouldn't want to I mean, take that is, past sort of 20k. I
1: mean, it is risky. It's, it's definitely risky. No, I'll, do, I'll do
0: 10 in each, see what that looks like. So that still leaves us
1: with 28,000. That would take Disney up to a 5% position. The other company that we've covered a few times on the show is DS Smith, and I know we both quite like that and think it's Certainly from a valuation point of view, it's very cheap. That could be an option.
0: I do like it, but to be honest, I'd, I'd rather have a higher Disney allocation than Smith. <laughs> okay. I know, I, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, if we have Disney at 4% or 5%, would I rather have 4% Disney and 1% DSM or just 5% Disney? At the current price, I'd probably have 5% Disney. Disney. But I do like Smith. Just have a look, see if there's anything else. Because if we could just get the Disney down a little bit, uh, get it down to four, there's there's nothing else in here that's screaming at me to top up, unless you wanted to take something else higher. But I don't know how how would you feel about five percent Disney? I think that will be okay. Right, okay, I'll get the share prices for Taylor Wimpy and Rightmove, but yeah, that that's fine then. So in that case, I'll just get the um. Yeah, so the way this will come out then is we'd have twenty grand at Supreme in Supreme, twenty grand. And that would be a new position. 20 grand in PayPal, that would be a new position. Both of these would be about 2%. Another 10 grand in Taylor Wimpy, that would take that up to about 22 grand. So about what we originally put in. But that would take that back up to a 2% position. 10 grand in Right Move. that would take up, that up to 26 grand almost. So that would be a 2.5% position. 20 grand in Grammar, that would be a new position, so 2%. Another 15 in Airtel, Africa. That would take that up to a 4% position, and that would be worth about 40 grand. Another 12,400 in Games Workshop, that would take that up to about a 3% position. And another 28 grand in Disney, which would take that up to a 5% position, and we'd have 50 grand in that. I'm pretty happy with that, if you are. Yeah. And that leaves, that leaves zero cash again. On the basis, we won't get a chance to invest it until next year.
1: <laughs> no, I would go with that. Right, so...
0: That is what we're changing. Overall performance, just to summarise, up 4.73% over two years compared to 9.74% for the World Index. And in the last 12 months, we're down 65 compared to 7% for the World Index. Uh, so we beat that by half a percent. John, any closing thoughts or comments? It's very difficult
1: to beat the market.
0: I would add that. as well. I, I think sort of, I think it does show how important allocations are. Some of these calls we've made have been horrific. And what, what saved us has been the fact that we've not allocated a lot to it. I appreciate it works the other way as well, but we said it when we constructed the original one, 40% of this portfolio is in individual stocks. If we get those stock picks right, we can beat the market by quite a lot. We haven't got it right, <laughs> but it, it's designed in a way where it protects the downside. So we, we, we've we not underperformed the market by loads. we I'm, I'm amazed by how close we've done to it, considering how poorly it feels like some of these stock picks have done. So I, th- I think there is something to be said for that. I think we, we've always talked about, I know you're much higher than me, but we've always talked about on the show having a proportion allocated to the index. For my, for me, that's much lower than John. But I don't think either of us would ever say, I'm going to be 100% my own stock picks. Because when it, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong badly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, in that case, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll see you all next week, but we'll, we'll do this again
1: next year. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to The Investor Way. To get in touch, please
0: follow us on Twitter at TIWTweets. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. Neither Sam nor Jonathan are financial advisors. For investment advice... Please
1: consult professional advisors.